Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's Journey. Escape your everyday life and experience the world through the lens of June Parker and search for hidden clues and uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Engage your observation skills to quickly uncover key pieces of information that lead to chapters of mystery, danger, and romance. Where will each new chapter take you? Days are long and life is hectic. There's nothing more relaxing than shutting off my brain and playing a round of June's journey. I will take it all, the glamorous culture of the 1920s, scandalous family secrets, and explore and even build my own vivid sceneries. I love to let my imagination run wild when decorating my island estate. June needs your help, detective. Download June's journey for free on iOS and Android. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. big line the controversy the controversial line uh we're a little late on this one it came out three weeks ago or so but we were just looking at the charts and we decided we were gonna we were gonna tackle this controversy enough is enough enough of us (laughs) you know just dodging this blake shelton minimum wage controversy we're gonna go uh headstrong into this and uh and apparently people were upset this is Blake Shel- that's Blake Shelton's uh minimum wage, a hot mm-hmm. new track from a uh, country superstar Blake Shelton. Dear friend of mine, dear friend. We've uh worked together many times back in the old days. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, I'm I, I don't know. You can make a six pack on the on the carpet test like a million dollar bill. Mm-hmm. Classic country, you know, kind of uh lyrics, you know, we're poor. And, uh, we're, but you're, we're making the best of it. Mm-hmm. I, I think country music has, has, they've used that formula a lot and it's worked for them. Mm-hmm. 
But people were upset at Blake Shelton. They're they're upset that he's saying you know minimum wage. People, a lot of people live on minimum wage. You're rich, yeah, and you can't say things like this anymore. And in Blake, to Blake Shelton's credit, he came out and said, um, you know, fuck you, people. I don't care <laughs> about what you say. Um, uh, this is the song. Mm. Listen to it or don't. Uh, I, I I like when people um, hear some. Here's some, I'll give you some tweets. Now, we always like to say on this podcast that journalism these days is just, they write like an opening paragraph mm. and then they just take people's tweets and that is the article. Yeah. And this is the We're going to tell you what Miriam from New Jersey <laughs> well, said. This is Kyle Kramer. Oh, okay. He, he's, he's weighing in. And he says, does anyone else find Blake Shelton's minimum wage song to be incredibly tone deaf to a country's current state? Sure. Maybe it is. But- now, this is another one. Tone deaf is another mm-hmm. one. We're going to throw tone deaf in with um, in with grooming. Yeah. We're going to throw it in with toxic mm-hmm. work environment, to- anything toxic. These are words that have come around in the last couple of years. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that one, tone deaf, to- that's tone deaf. This is tone deaf. That's tone deaf. And uh, sure, it's probably tone deaf. Everything's tone deaf depending upon where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but it's also, it, it's also admirable of a guy like Blake Shelton to just go fuck off. Yeah. Um, Cause you could, you know, you could lose a lot of people by saying that, but I do. And it, it's a ballsy move. It's a move that I don't make. Sometimes I, I'm a little, you know, I don't want to lose people. I got to, I could barely fill the uh, Skyline Comedy Club in Appleton, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to fuck around with anything. So I, I don't make any controversies or try not to at least. Uh, so when Blake Shelton, he says he had a great year. I know people are suffering. He's, you know, t- from what I'm reading here, he says, I know people had a shitty 2020. I know it's bad, but I didn't. I had a great 2020. Mm-hmm. I got engaged to Gwen Stefani. Um, I, he, I'll read what he says. Just like probably 95% of artists out there, I struggled for a long time to get to, to where I am. Uh, but at the end of the day, I wouldn't trade those times for anything. I literally, uh, it's literally a love song about how times are tight and you ain't got much money. As long as you have love and you're happy, at the end of the day, it's all they can really hope for. Mm-hmm. And isn't that true? Now, where do you stand, Alex, a, uh, a hardcore country fan? Yep. <clears throat> hardcore, you're into, you know, you're into the good stuff. So some people yeah. say. And I'm a minimum wage earner. You're a minimum wage yes. earner, right, right? Which these days minimum wage is fifteen dollars. Nah, fourteen it, and change. Fourteen, 14 and change. That's here in California. In I believe California. it varies from state to state. But mm-hmm. uh, so uh, I don't know where Blake Shelton is from, like Tennessee or something. Yeah. I believe so. I don't know what the minimum wage there is, like four dollars. I think yeah, three, three bucks, three four bucks. It's a handful of yeah, something. yeah. <laughs> yeah. They give you some clamshells. Yeah. Some shit. But uh, <laughs> anyway. Uh, so, so, uh, and that's just a joke. For Listen, all you I think, relax. Okay. Yeah, I know that's tone deaf. I know it's tone deaf <laughs> for me to say something like that, but, um, uh, anyway, I, I, I that song seems nice to yeah. me. Now I like, I like to say about all country songs, I get the appeal of it. I mm-hmm. understand some, when I'm out on the road, I do play a lot of places where country music is the music that mm-hmm. you listen to. And I'll, you know, I go into the bars after my shows and I get, I get into it. I, I can sit there and have a beer and listen to songs like this and go, oh, I see why people enjoy this kind mm-hmm. of stuff. You know, he says things like the Waffle House and, and it, 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 
resonates with people. Yeah. Like, oh, I, I, I've been to Waffle House. He just had Waffle House. I've been, I went there. Yeah. I got. We, we ate there once. Yeah, we ate yeah. there. We eat there every Sunday morning. I think I've only been to Waffle House like one time. Oh. I went oh, it's on so the good. I know, and it, you know, and it, it's like every, it's waffles, it's and pancakes, food. and yeah. yeah, it's fine. I sat at the counter. I made the mistake of sitting at the counter, and a Waffle House does a thing that they probably shouldn't do. They have the, they do the open kitchen concept, mm-hmm. which is a. The concept that I think was hot for a little while, yeah, that people liked. I think it was. Uh, I don't know if the Waffle House was following the culinary rules. That's that. Uh, it seemed trustworthy. Right? Yeah, and and then it was a, that guy was doing it. The guy who screams at everybody in kitchens. What's his name? Gordon Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay. He was big on the open kitchen concept. Mm-hmm. But as a guy who worked in kitchens for many, many years, uh, I don't think you need to see what's going on in, no. in many of the kitchens. Uh, like it's it's. It is something that you should not see. Mm-hmm. So when they were doing, I know, I, I think Gordon Ramsay opened a restaurant in Vegas a few years back, and it was one of the real o- open kitchen concepts. Mm-hmm. Where you were literally like sitting. Was it the the burger place? Burger, maybe, I think. maybe he had a ton of them that I opened. I think it was in, that one. Yeah, yeah. but it, you literally were like sitting in the kitchen watching mm-hmm. people prepare your food, and the Waffle House is kind of like that. You you sit at the counter and see the people making it. Yeah. And for those of you who don't know, and maybe many many of you do, I'm sure. Uh, you said the you see the guy, and it it's not no. Gordon Ramsay back there. No, it's a guy fresh out of prison for the most part. He's got three trying, fingers, yeah, trying to get back on his feet or whatever. Maybe probably be back in prison in a couple of days. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in in that interim, he's gonna he's gonna make some waffles. Yeah, and uh, and you sit there and watch him, and out it's something you don't want to see. Some mm-hmm. some of the chatter between him and the waitress, and some of the sexual harassment between him and whoever yeah uh stuff you don't want to you don't want to see but whatever they they got the walls down and and you see it i'd rather just have them i just like to see a little bit of them yeah. you know like to have that window where you they put it under like a heat lamp and you could see every now and again you'll see the guy walk past yeah with his uh, I like that. teardrop tattoos and stuff <laughs> and that's fine i don't need to see the whole thing so one day i was in a restaurant here and um uh Los Angeles. It's closed now. I forget the name of the place, but it was, it was supposed to be a nice place and it had an open kitchen concept and we were sitting at the bar for like happy hour or something and we just watched the, the chef spit on the floor about seven different times. Nice. And I'm like, he's really spitting on that floor a lot. Does he uh-huh. have any idea that we're three feet from him and that they went with the op- open kitchen yeah. concept here? It's a bad idea. Anyway, so uh, ba- that's the Waffle House. Yeah. But back to Blake Shelton. Uh, where do you stand on that type of country? I know. Well, I think on the on the from the standpoint of grooming and tone deaf, and like uh-huh. everything is tone deaf to people with skin this thin. You know what I mean? Like, gr- right. grow up. You're an adult. If you make I fifteen know. bucks an hour, uh, g- you know, go online and learn how to do something that you can make seventeen dollars an hour right. for, and then nineteen, and get over. I mean, if yeah. you, if you are earning minimum wage complaining about Blake Shelton is why you're still earning minimum wage. You well, know what I mean? There you go. There you um, go. Alex coming out hot That this being morning. said, I do... I mean, Blake Shelton's been appropriating country culture for... I mean, that's his career, but you, so... But you got... You know, Blake Shelton, he's a country guy. He's from the country. Yeah. He's... Uh, so is he appropriating... It? Because he's from that... I know he's from a very small mm. town in Tennessee or whatever. I, know, I think the town got... Uh, got got ravaged by a tornado a few mm. years back. I remember him, uh, you know, raising money for it. it or, yeah. So, um, uh, I mean, yeah. I, Old Red was like one of his first hits, like in the late mid nineties. Yeah. That was a country song. 
Yeah, okay. This just sounds, this pop to me. Now, now, this is the type of song that, and I saw a lot of people writing on our Facebook page. We have a Facebook page. If any new listeners are out there, maybe chiming in, coming in on this episode, join our Facebook page. And we have a lot of chatter going on about this epi- you know, about this podcast and whatever you want to talk about. And in some cases, I enjoy it. Some cases, I don't. But, I'm, you know, I'm glad the people are having mm. a good time on there. It's the right amount of tone deaf. It's the right amount of tone deaf on there. But some people wrote that they were going to send some uh, emails to the Nashville Zanies uh, to get me to go perform in Nashville Zanies, which I perform at quite a bit. I've mm-hmm. been there quite a bit um, over the years, maybe probably more than I've performed at any club I've been in Nashville uh, and nobody ever shows up. No, mm. never. But now things are a little different. Maybe yeah. now I have this following and people might show up. I saw quite a few people chiming in that they would come see me at Na- at the Nashville Zany. So if you guys can get that going, they like me over there. Brian Dorfman's the owner and he's a, f- a fan of mine and a friend. But th- this, when I hear music like this, it, I think of that time. Yeah. Because I used to love going to, I couldn't wait for the shows to be over in Nashville so I could go up to that and I know when, if you guys live in Nashville, this is a touristy shithole that you guys probably won't don't go to. And it, they always go, there's actually better places to go in Nashville. I'm like, I don't want those. I don't yeah. want, we, we can take you to a quiet, fun bar that we hang out. And I'm like, no, I don't want to see that. Mm-mm. I want to see the shit because I'm a tourist. Like, yeah. that's a, don't go to the stage. That's a touristy shithole. I'm like, exactly. Yep. That's what I want. I want to hear shitty music like fucking minimum way. We're on a carpet with a six pack and it feels nice. I want that. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that's, a, I think that's what it's for, right? It's for, that, exactly. Yeah. That's what I feel. When I hear this music, I feel like I would be in this place called the stage or, or, or some of those other places on that Broadway area there. And it it's just fun. You go from bar to bar. The shit is packed. as bachelorettes walking around broken heels puking mm. on each other it is like the bachelorette capital of the world yeah. there now it i guess it used to be vegas but i think vegas has priced themselves out of like mm-hmm. letting you know nine girls from who who all probably live on minimum wage yeah. they can't swing <laughs> a room at the wind no. uh for a weekend and the pool and all that shit and you know so uh they got to go to to nashville which yeah. is also probably Getting, better getting than Atlantic City. Yeah, true. I've seen yeah. some. I've seen some <laughs> sad bachelorette parties there. Yeah, you know, you see some. I never. I didn't do the bachelor or bachelorette party guy. I mean, I got married late in life, so it it it, it felt like I had already. Your twenties was a bachelor party. My, like my whole yeah. life was yeah. a bachelor party. Like, uh, like we were gonna go do something, and I'm like, what? What would I possibly do that I hadn't done in my twenties, thirties, mm. and forties? Yeah, at, at that. You know, bachelor parties are more for your friends who've been married longer. <laughs> right. They got, they're definitely like guys who get married at 29 mm-hmm. and that's sure. That's cool too. But, and, and who, you know, work at mm-hmm. a, you know, nine to five and marry the girl they went to high school with and all that. There's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with that. But you know, I didn't, I, I lived a life. I don't mm-hmm. need to go to a strip club yeah. on, on, my, on the night before my wedding. A couple 45 year old. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a yeah. fucking state of affairs, but. Anyway, I like watching it. I mm-hmm. like seeing the bachelorette parties. I like seeing, you know, there's one or two that are fucking it up. It's usually not the bride mm-hmm. or like the bride or the, what they call the maid of honor, like mm-hmm. the real good friend. It's a couple of other offshoots. It's the that, future sister-in-law. Yeah, the sister-in-law. Drunk. We have to have her in yeah. it because she's the fucking mm-hmm. sister of my, we, nobody likes her. Yeah. And she gets fucking wild. She's making out with the the guy, you know, yeah. somebody in the band, but not even the, not even yeah. the lead singer. The, no. The guy played keyboards for God's sakes and you made out with him. Oh, what is wrong? 
and she's drunk and doesn't show up the next. Where is she? We don't know where she went, and she left with a guy, the valet mm-hmm. Parker. And you know, but it's a, it's a good time. I had to call my fiance and explain to him his sister went missing. Like, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> we so, haven't seen her in three days. It's a wild, oh, she does this. It's wild. It's fun. And then you, they do all the shit. You know, they put lifesavers on this shirt. You ever see that? They no. do like bits. I've seen the bits, but I don't know about and the y- lifesaver. Y- one. Yeah, one of them I see when you're, you know, they put like a lifesavers on a shirt, and the bride wears the shirt, or somebody in the mm-hmm. wedding party wears the shirt, and you're supposed to, you go around to the people in the bar or whatever you wherever you're at, and have them bite some of this shit off them. You know, like mm. go ahead and and bite off this, you know, like this orange starburst yeah, offer. Yeah. yeah, and then maybe they run into that uh, army hammer and then Ooh. he fucking eats her tits off. I, yeah. Did you see what I did? See, I took a, what I, it's fun. Mm. Which, wait, that's why you're dealing with a comedy genius over You're a here. professional. Yeah, you're a professional. You, you take a story that's hot in the news right now and you and you make a joke out of it and you throw, and you mix her in yeah. with the, with the regular, with the regular banter. It's fun for, you know, you people listening at home, you go, okay, I see what he did. I just want to thank you. I didn't know I was showing up to a clinic today. You, <laughs> you, know? just, you just, got a, <laughs> just got a pretty good lesson on comedy right there. So that is uh, Blake Shelton. I, I don't mind Blake Shelton. I mean, I get him. He's he's. I, I believe, and this is, I know I'm going to go back to talking about Chelsea Lately again, and maybe you guys, are, uh, but I believe that we are the people, Chelsea Lately put him on the map, and he, he'll be the first to tell you that. It was um, many, many years ago, early, early Chelsea Lately, we had him on as one of our guests, and nobody knew who he was, and nobody knew who Chelsea Lately was at the time. But the guy was really funny, like in an interview, mm-hmm. and him and Chelsea had really good chemistry. And he is very charming. Yeah, and and uh, we're like, shit, who the fuck is this guy? Like that was this, this guy's, guy's gonna funny. be a star. Yeah, so we had him on a lot, and he would always bring like bits to do, and he was a funny guy. Did actually, Gwen Stefani ever do it? Yeah, she did. Yeah. The, she actually did our final show, and did, they weren't together yet, but she did. She did mm-hmm. our show quite a bit. Uh, she was actually really sweet lady too they probably talk about you all the time anyway i hope so but anyway <laughs> i was he was supposed to be if you i know a lot of people are watching a show we did called after lately it was a basically a scripted kind of loosely scripted show about the being on chelsea lately it was an odd concept but kind of like a glimpse in the writer's room it was it was like it was a basically the larry sanders show if you remember that the gary it was gary shanley show on hbo and it looked behind the scenes of a talk show but we thought it we'd do behind the scenes of a talk show that's currently on the air mm-hmm. which was an interesting idea and uh and a lot of people didn't get it they were like wait are these are they playing themselves are these what's mm-hmm. going on here it was a little tough to wrap your head around um, pretty meta. Yeah. So, but we did three seasons of it on, on E and it was a fun show to be a part of. And it, now it's on NB, NBC has an app mm-hmm. called Peacock or some shit. Did Chelsea do it or just you guys? No, Chelsea's yeah. in, it, in it too. She's in it for the first two seasons. She starts to, uh, not be in it as much as the, as the, as the third season comes she, uh, around. Courtney Kardashian's <laughs> yeah, a little yeah. in the end. You see a little of her all of a sudden you're like, well, Chelsea wasn't even in this episode at all, but we got a lot of big stars to be in it. And mm-hmm. anyway, uh, now it's on a, on an app called Peacock. Uh, let me just, while you guys are listening to this, I just want to let you know, if you're hearing, and Alex is a little concerned about echo right now. Mm. If you're hearing any type of echo while listening to this episode, we're, we're currently taping in a different location. We're in the new garage podcast studio that it's been rebuilt and it's brand new. So it's, and it's a little spacious. So you might be hearing a little bit of echo. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's some hard bar- surfaces. Yeah, some hard surfaces. We're working yeah, on some it. Some hardwood mm-hmm. floors and some 
all new walls. And so it might be a little echoey and a little different sounding than it normally is. Mm. We apologize. We'll be back uh, to a normal thing. Also, chime in on the Facebook page. If it's not, if it sounds perfect, let us know that. Yeah, too. yeah. Or I, say yeah, Alex it's is, you know, Alex, his job is sound. So he's a little, I, I, it's not bothering me, but he's a little paranoid mm-hmm. that this is an issue. But we'll find out if it is. You guys will certainly let us know. Uh, so anyway, back to the Peacock app and after lately, it's on this, this thing called the Peacock app on NBC app. And you could just watch any NBC show on this app and we're on it after lately, all three seasons are on there for free. You can go watch them and, and people are starting to watch it. Mm-hmm. People are you know, contacting me going, Hey, I watch it. And so the other night I decide to watch it. I said, so let me look at a couple episodes and it's, Nothing pains me more than watching myself. I fucking hate it. Um, it. It just, I watch it through like, like I, I cringe watching it because we're, we're, you know, it's all, it's my friends to, still. It's Heather and, and Sarah Clone and Fortune and Josh Wolf and Brad and uh, Chewy and every Chelsea. And so it's everybody I still see and hang out with Jiffy, but it's, it's, it's a, it's a little hard to watch at times, but there's an episode that I'm, that I'm actually pretty good in. I'm, um, I'm kind of a good actor in this episode. It's all improvised. Uh, and it was supposed to be Blake Shelton. The episode was written for Blake Shelton by me, uh, myself, came up with the idea, and, and then we kind of ran with it from there. And it was the idea that both Blake Shelton and I were going to be on Chelsea lately that day. Blake was going to be the guest, and I was going to be on the round table, and we were wearing the same outfit. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, we both refused to change our, our shirts. And, uh, and, and Blake Shelton was like, no, you have to change. And I was like, no, I, I won't. Now, now I refuse. I refuse to change. I'm not (laughs) changing my shirt. And it became, and this was what went on anyway. Like last minute, Blake Shelton, uh, couldn't do it for whatever reason. He got busy and, and, and was not able to. And at the last minute, James Vanderbeek, uh, came in to do it. And, um, He's great. Vanderbeek uh, was really, really good. Uh, we we improvised everything, Vanderbeek and I together, and uh, he's he was really good at just running with it. And mm-hmm. and it, you know he's supposed to be playing kind of a dick uh, on the episode, and he kept apologizing after like every when they were all cut. He's like, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm you know." Mm-hmm. So he's not super nice guy. Like, and it was it was almost uh, hard for him to play a dick. Me. Very easy, came yeah. very easily to me, and I was had no problem with it. But very anyway, natural. that is um, that go check that episode out. I forget the name of it. It's a season one, kind of a fun episode. That'll get us to our next topic, which will be if you're if you're watching TV or you're watching movies. Yesterday, this this morning, the Golden Globe nominations came mm-hmm. out. The Golden Globes, which is a is an award show that like we're going to continue to do these award yeah. shows. I guess we're going to just go out there and and continue to do. Uh, the award shows, I thought maybe this would be one of the things that we'll just take a break on these for a little while until everything's cleared up and we could do them live again in front of an audience. But they're going to go with the 78th Annual Golden Globe Awards, hosted again by Tina Fey and Amy Poehler, which they were great. They did it a few years ago, and they were great. And honestly, if there's two people who can kind of play with the fact that it's going to be virtual and mm-hmm. however they're going to do it, it I think they'll come up with some Those interesting, two. funny ideas yeah. to make it. So that's exciting. It's sometime in February. I February the date's probably in this article somewhere. Um, but here's here's some of them. The Golden Globe. I don't care. 
if you guys, I don't know if you guys care anything about this because honestly, there's no giant, you know, Titanic's not nominated or, or dances with wolves. It's, mm-hmm. it's nothing that we've all seen. It's, it's no blockbuster movies that, you know, we all went to see Lord of the Rings and now it's nominated for best picture. So I'll be interested to watch this because mm-hmm. I saw Lord of the Rings. It's not that it's a, uh, it's a bunch of movies because there really was no movies this year, at least in theaters. So, and I'm a guy who keeps up with movies. Yeah. I, I, you maybe not as much as I used to, but I'm up on it. And I don't like I. It's a lot of Netflix movies, and I think many of these were made for theaters. But once not February twenty mm-hmm. eighth, February twenty eighth on NBC Ooh. is when you can watch the Golden Globes. Uh, TV pioneer Norman Lear will receive the Carol Burnett Award for his lifetime achievement. Sure, you better give it to him soon because yeah. he's like a hundred. And uh, and uh, actress and activist Jane Fonda will be receiving the Cecil B. DeMille Award for outstanding contributions. Also in After Lately, mind yeah. you, uh, J- Jane Fonda. Jane Fonda is in After Lately as well. So just trying to say we got some big time stars to be on. And then of course uh, I would uh, party with Jane Fonda a lot at Chelsea's house. Ooh, walking to Chelsea's house. And uh, Jane Fonda would be sitting there. What's up, like, Jane? Jane Fonda. That's Jane Fonda. She's sitting there with her old husband, who is not as spry as Jane Fonda. Is like eighty-one, yeah. I think, years old, and she's still up and uh, you know about and mm-hmm. smoking weed and having a, a nice. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very strange. But she's, I think, she's like a weed activist or something, uh, advocate, whatever the word is. Anyway, but the husband is—he's an eighty-one-year-old guy who's just you know—he's an eighty-one-year-old guy. Like mm-hmm. I'm not. What the fuck's happening here? Why am I? At why am I still up at, at 10 o'clock at night? Like we're going to Chelsea yeah. Handler's. Who? <laughs> exactly. So it's kind of that thing. But the, you know, the old guy, she stayed in the ring for a little while and as, as the craziness ensued around him. But uh, she was there a lot. An interesting, interesting lady, that, uh, that Jane Fonda. Uh, not in a bad way, in a good mm. way. But it was one of those things where you're like, oh, so now I'm sitting in the kitchen with Jane Fonda, who, you know, when I was a kid... As, at, if you're my age, you look at Jane Fonda was like a sex symbol. She was mm-hmm. Barbarella, and uh, and I remember her probably in in a, in a movie called On Golden Pond with her father Henry Fonda and Catherine Hepburn. I mean, it's a great, great, great movie, and she looks so good in it. She's in a bikini a lot, and you know, not to cheapen her performance, it was wonderful too. But mm-hmm. so now I am here. I am. I don't smoke weed, but she was smoking weed, and it's just interesting to watch. Anyway, she's an absolute. I think uh, I'm going to go out on a limb. I mean, she, she she cut her hair this year. She went short finally for yeah. 2020. She went short and mm-hmm. silver. But I mean, even a few years ago, she was she did that Aaron Sorkin show. She oh, was yeah. hot in that oh, she show. Was, she, she, she looks great. She's she hot great. well into her late. She got 70s. a little. She got a little uh, plastic surgery and admitted it. You know, she's like, I got some shit. She's like, yeah, I got me, money. I smoke weed. There. What's up? Yeah. So she's but a fun a fun lady, fun lady, and and we did some. Some jokes with her on After Lately that were like, we just no way she's going to make fun mm-hmm. of the whole Vietnam thing that she had. Uh, and she did. She was yeah. up for anything. So uh, anyway, she's getting the Cecil B. DeMille Award, which is a lifetime achievement thing. And good for her. I don't think I'm, I don't know if I'm going to get the lifetime achievement award. But anyway, here's some of your nominees. Uh, a movie called Mank got the most nominations. It led with six nominations. It is about it is um, about the guy who wrote. <laughs> We're going to lose everybody right now. It is about the guy who wrote Citizen Kane. And apparently Ooh. his name was Mankiewicz or something. And he was a raging kind of alcoholic. And it's, it's, uh, it is shot in black and white by David Fincher, 
who I love. I love some of David Fincher's, most of David Fincher's movies. Um, and it's Gary Oldman, who is fantastic and everything. And it got nominated for the most awards. If you're interested in that, it's a good movie. It's a great movie. Check it out. It took me, that's the bad thing about watching movies on TV now is, you know, you used to go to the theater and watch them in one sitting. Mm-hmm. You know, you could, that was back when you had an attention, people had attention spans yeah. and they could sit and watch something for two hours and go, okay, that was great. And walk out the door and still talk about it as you drive mm-hmm. down the street or go get something to eat afterwards. But now we're all fucking idiots. We have no attention span. We can't do anything for more than 25 minutes without looking at our phone. Like, oh, I, I, God forbid, am I missing some fun mm-hmm. tweet or, or, or an Instagram from, from, uh, from Chrissy Teigen? I got to turn off this brilliant movie that somebody busted their ass on. I bet to- Kathy made a pot pie. Who cares <laughs> yeah, about this? Is the shit where I got to I gotta fucking turn my phone back on to make yeah. sure I didn't miss anything from Chrissy Teigen. But that's what's happening. Like, mm-hmm. I, And I'm as guilty as anybody. I'm... So bad now with this fucking phone. I hate it. But I'm on this goddamn fucking phone every five minutes. Like, I, I, I it's just like, I'm, whether I'm looking for like real things, like mm-hmm. an article on in the New York Times about whatever that's that, that I can learn something from. But it's not, it mostly it's just stupid shit. Mm-hmm. Do I, and then these ads will pop up. You know, do I need that? Do I need that weird, mm. that bike lock that goes on the ceiling and the bike hangs <laughs> from the ceiling? And I buy it. Yeah. And then it comes fucking six months later from China, some piece of shit that, I'm like, what the fuck? Is, did I order this? Got a bike seat the other day that I don't even remember ordering. It's not even the right size for my bike. I threw it right in the garbage. I mean, it's just like, they just sent it to me right in the garbage. But this That's is... how they get you. Anyway, here's some of the nominees for TV. The Mandalorian got nominated, Should Best win. Television. Alex oh, loves it. Ozark, it's a great show. Um, the Crown, uh, you want to put me to sleep? I watched The Crown. Ratched, about Nurse Ratched. Yeah, we talked about Normal People, The Queen's Gambit, The Undoing. Saw all, I watched all these. I like The Undoing. I like The Queen's Gambit. Unorthodox, that was a cool show about the, uh, the, you know, the Jewish community, the Orthodox Jewish community. They, they, they have some weird practices, mm-hmm. but you learn a lot of shit in that show. At best musical and or I, com- I just want to say weird is a little tone deaf. They have some different practices. <clears throat> That's a good point, Alex. Yeah. Thank you for saying that. You're yeah, that, yeah, that is tone deaf. I just didn't want you to. I am to- I, you know what I'm doing here? I'm creating a toxic work environment. Yeah. And uh, if you were a, a uh, person who is. Um, my boss's wife is Jewish, okay? So, <laughs> yeah, I mean- my, my apologies. My apologies. <laughs> so. Uh, Emily in Paris nominated. Mm. Emily, all you fucks. I talked about this Emily in Paris that I liked it. I know it's not, I know it's not Citizen Kane to bring up a movie we were just talking about, but but it was a fun stupidness and it got nominated. It got you know, the 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 Golden Globes break it up into so many categories uh that I could be nominated. Mm-hmm. Like they'd be like, it's yeah. best comedy done in a garage with a weird sound system and echoes. <laughs> oh, we got not cover to cover nominated. Best co-star on Peacock. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> best yeah, best show that people for some ungodly reason watching ten years later on Peacock that I still have not seen a fucking residual check for. I this show has been airing on ten different networks mm-hmm. for forever and i never i'm supposed to get residuals for that nope i haven't seen a goddamn dime anyway one of these days anyway so here's the movies the father mank nomadland promising a woman the trial of chicago seven um i don't 
Honestly, I don't know. I mm-hmm. don't know. I don't know. I didn't see any of them. W- Sasha Baron Cohen got nominated twice. <clears throat> so he got nominated for the Trial of the Chicago Seven, which is uh, a, uh, a he plays uh, whatever. Uh, what you, this is none of you guys are interested in this. Anyway, you get the idea. And he got nominated for uh, his Borat. Yeah, the Borat, Borat movie too. got nominated a lot. Borat too. I saw. I watched Borat too. Mm. I don't know. Maybe I missed something. I didn't love it. You mm. know who got nominated, which is James Corden. I know a lot of people were very upset. For what? The Prom. Oh. He's in this show called, this musical that I watched. I did watch that. Meryl Streep, James Corden. But there was a lot of heat. James Corden, tone deaf. It was another tone deaf Ooh. thing, Alex. Because James Corden is not gay. I know. A lot of people are shocked by this. What? I remember you. I think I told you. And watch you're like, cats. wait, he's not gay? You watch and I, cats. I think I told my brother, too. And he's like, wait, James Corden, not gay? Mm-mm. Like, he's the gayest person. He's wasting Mm-mm. good gay qualities. Yes. Because he, he couldn't be more gay, and yet he's not He could not get gay. a better man than woman. He should yeah. just. But he is married with children and, and, and says he's not gay. Mm-hmm. But who knows? Oh, we've heard that before. Yeah, I know, I know. A lot of but, people but, say it. But uh, anyway, he plays a gay person on on in the prom, mm-hmm. and uh, very flamboyantly he does this, and uh, it took a, he took a lot of heat for mm-hmm. it. A lot of people were very upset. This is another new world thing, and I understand people's anger at things like this when they're saying, "Wait a minute, you can't play gay because you're not gay." Yeah. And you can't play that. What's her? Who's the girl who sings a chandelier? Um, chandelier. She's Australian. She puts w- wigs over her face because she doesn't like people. Eat, uh, uh, Sia. Oh, Sia. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Sia. I guess Sia wrote a movie. She's going to write and direct a movie. Of course. Yeah, that makes mm-hmm. perfect sense. See, the girl wrote chandelier. She's going to be writing direct movies now. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, fine. Fine. Fair enough. Give her, give her millions of, give her hundred yeah, million dollars. Maybe she does. Who knows? Maybe she, maybe she could write movies. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But uh, apparently, she wrote a movie about an autistic girl. And this, I th- I mean, we might have talked about this when it when it happened. And they cast an actress who is not autistic mm-hmm. in the role. Yeah. And people were very angry. Mm-hmm. You, you need to cast an artist. And I don't even know if there are artistic actors and actresses. Now, uh, hang on, everybody. I'm sure there are. Don't come at me. Not that they she, can't. Jenny McCarthy is listening. I know she's one of the people that is uh, fighting the, the autism battle. And I, you know, we had autism when I was growing up. I guess, sure. We just thought that, you know, the kids were a bit... Uh, off that's the we, we, we I, I think of the kids now that I know from from elementary school and stuff and I'm like oh that was autism we didn't know what to call no. it back then but <laughs> we just thought he had too much lead in his water or yeah. you know, whatever the case may be ants in his, ants pants, in his pants things like that we yeah. were calling it now it's uh you know now it now it, they have a name for it and it's autism and, and there are different uh you know varying degrees of it spectrum and I know many of you probably have children who are who are on some sort of spectrum. And I'm not trying to make light, but I'm just trying to say that it was it's something that we didn't necessarily know of. We understand better now. Right, right. Um, and so I'm not I'm not trying to be tone deaf here. But I'm often tone deaf. Mm-hmm. Um, as a matter of fact, I, I think this entire podcast, we talk sometimes for an hour and a half, an hour, an hour and a half. I think every one of them is 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 at least an hour of tone deaf and uh, and a half hour of okay we'll let that one a slide. half hour of yeah. uh, of, of <laughs> and then, uh, a couple throw a couple songs in Vermont country yeah go, you know scroll through a catalog talk about a tuna fish and we're out the door yeah but for the most part it's a tone deaf thing mm-hmm. because I'll, I'll this what I'm about to say is couldn't be more tone deaf I find and this is just what I've always found I find 
some of this stuff to be funny. Mm-hmm. I find some tone deaf things to be funny. I know, and I know we live in a different world, but you know, I I came up in a time of Howard Stern and things like that, mm-hmm. and I always found these things to be funny, and um, so that that's why I continue to do uh, it. And I'm not saying I'm Howard Stern or anything like that, but it it makes me laugh. Anyway, where, where were we? Well, it makes people laugh. I mean, yeah, we hope, we hope. You know, I know people. We get a few, but for yeah. the most part, people who listen to this podcast are kind of on board of what we're doing here. I don't think. Uh, I I think people are kind of waking. And up I always to hate to be one of those comedians who are always like, "I'm edgy." I mean, yeah. You got to tell people you're edgy. It's like you're not. Everybody, you know, mm-hmm. we're all. We got it. We can handle it. Yeah, I mean, all of us are saying something that you don't hear around the dinner table, right? Right, I mean, Isn't that right. the point? You, you, you yeah. hope so. Yeah, so anyway, that so James Corden w- w- took a lot of heat for playing a, a gig. But you, now, I'd, it is, I, I understand that this is, there's probably a lot of gay actors who are like, hey, man, I, I, I can't get any work here, and James Corden's playing the part? Like, come on. Mm-hmm. And But I'm also, there's a part of me that's also like, hey, man, the guy's an actor. Like, you know... I mean, by that school of thought, you know, Dustin Hoffman couldn't have played Rain Man. You know what I mean? And I know times were different then, and it probably he probably wouldn't be able to play Rain Man these days. Uh, They'd have to get someone who has whatever Rain Man had, Mm -hmm. whatever that was. I don't know, some crazy. He could count toothpicks and cards. It was some sort of spectrum shit, right? Yeah, I believe half the people I know are on the spectrum. In some way, mm-hmm. like uh, like some of the comedians I know, I I look at them. I'm like that. That is, I know the guy's 50 now, but he just wasn't properly diagnosed, and now it we think it's just a quirk. Mm-hmm. But this guy's got some sort of problem. Well, he's odd. Yeah, yeah, like 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 to go back to a guy that I often talk about on this podcast, who's no longer with us, is Brody Stevens. Mm-hmm. Brody was a full full on, you know. Uh, yeah. He kicked through the door of the spectrum. Kid yeah. And a uh, guy, man. But we just didn't, you know, we just let it ha- happen. Mm-hmm. And that, so I think. Some brilliance came from that. I, I think a lot of brilliance comes from these, these, mm-hmm. you know, in the case, not to go back to Rain Man, because all I know, I just watch movies and that's where I get all my information. That's where you get all your information. I'm like, yeah, the guy, there is some brilliant, like some guys, I was watching a, another comedian today on Instagram who does amazing impressions and uh and he was on a podcast doing these impressions and he's amazing and he was going from one impression to the next real quickly and they were the other podcast the podcast host was saying that to me is some sort of on the spectrum thing like that is some sort of savant type behavior Mm -hmm. that you can bounce that quickly between impression like and I think it is Mm -hmm. so I don't know. I don't know what my point of all this is. I was trying to talk about the Golden Globe nominations. And as I often do, we went down a, uh, I'm just a little off. Um, my, I'm not fully concentrating right now because I feel, I feel like the sound issues, I don't hear them, but I feel like they're affecting Alex right now. And I'm, <laughs> I'm looking at Alex attention. and, and uh, you know, as we do this podcast, I look at Alex and I can see and I'm the pain in his face that he thinks <laughs> there are sound issues with this podcast. If you guys hear them, Please don't tell Alex because he's he'll be so upset. No, tell me. I need to know. I'm a diligent sound producer. I'm he just is. listening so he's over very, here. Some of the some new of the, environment. That's all. Some of the yeah. We're just in a new room, and and this will all change. And it, it, some of the some of the big time. Jodie Foster got nominated for an, mm-hmm. for and best actress in the Maritorianian. Maritorianian. I don't even know mm-hmm. what what that is, but. Uh, 
but I didn't see that. Oh, Lin Lin Manuel Miranda got nominated for Hamilton. Mm, Wait, that already? But I guess the movie oh it came out on Disney. Disney, So yeah, sure, that was good. Yeah, Kate Hudson got nominated for a movie called Music. I don't even know what that is. Mm -mm. I got to look these things up. Michelle Pfeiffer got nominated. Another person I like for a, a movie called French Exit. Don't know what that is. I mean, I maybe I'm just out of the loop right now. I I gotta get. Um, anyway, that those are what, the. Did it say what apps any of these were on? Or they're all on uh, Netflix, and, Netflix. And, and and Hulu and and you know all, all the. Is that the one? Did you miss services. like one particular app? Are you just not up on your Prime movies? Or I I might not be. I don't know. They all seem. I will look these up. Some of them, you know, with the anyway. And they, they, of course, people get upset about the snubs and the surprises mm-hmm. and, and all that. I mean, I would imagine if you're an actor. Oh, and the, and the guy got nominated, the poor guy who died of, of cancer, uh, who played the Black Panther. Oh, um, uh, Bose, uh, 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 Bozeman. Bozeman. Yeah, Chadwick Chad Bozeman. Chadwick Bozeman. He That's got nominated. Uh, and I heard he's Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, which I hear he's great in. Mm-hmm. And that was a sad thing, so. Hopefully, you know, I'll watch, I'll watch, I'll watch this. I'll go watch the Golden Globes because I watch, you know, these days, uh, I mean, I probably could have sat last night and watched three of these movies Mm -hmm. and said, oh, that's a great movie. But instead I watched uh, on a Valentine's Day Lifetime movie. It was called something Valentine's surprise or some shit and it's you know it's the same thing it's two people who are semi-attractive attractive attractive enough to get us get us through 90 minutes without going but Mm. yet not attractive enough to be the star of a big time movie yeah they're not on the cw or no exactly give them a lifetime movie and and send them on their way and i'm watching this and and it's 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 a similar premise they all have the same premise it's I'm staying in, back in the hometown. I'm back in the hometown. You went off to be a big um, star or whatever you went to be or work in a big corporation. You came back to your hometown to for whatever festival or mm-hmm. some stupid shit. And we, you know, hey, how's things going? Things are going great with me. Still working, in, you know, in, on the barn. And, oh, you're still doing that? Remember in high school we used to go to the old barn and dance? Do I remember? I haven't uh, forgotten about it. I, st- I, I still think of it. I work a lot there of every day. Yeah, I still yeah. think about you all the time. And, and then here comes the old, the new boyfriend you know, flies into town mm. for whatever reason, Private surprises jet. her at the last minute. This is all going on in this particular episode uh, that I'm watching of this Valentine's uh, Lifetime movie. Goes from eight to eight to eight to ten, eight to you know. It's like uh, I, I'll kill ten out two hours here with mm. this. I start watching. The girl's attractive. The guy's attractive. But they they talk about them on Lifetime. If you watch the commercials for the upcoming movies, they play the commercial for the movies that are coming up. They mention these actors and actresses as if I'm supposed to know who they are. Mm-hmm. You know, like Susie Jones and and Bill, you know, yeah. Bill Johnson are in the. I'm like, who the fuck is? It's not like it's Clint Eastwood and Meryl Streep. Like, yeah. who the fuck are these people? <laughs> but anyway, so I guess people in the Lifetime world go, oh, I got oh, Bill, Bill Jones in this. I got to tune in, honey. Put it on the calendar. Bill Jones has a new uh, movie coming on Lifetime. He's an ice skater, and the girl he he's he's skating with doesn't like him. Oh, okay, I'd watch that. So, anyways, this basically here's this Valentine's movie, and she's a, she's a TV host of some sort. Now she's back in town, and he's like, he says he's an artist. Mm-hmm. He tells her, I'm half paying attention, so yeah. he says I'm an artist. I, and he and he shows her some of his works. He's like a, a painter. Wood, oh, no, wood. he's wood, like wood, works with wood like and a metal. Whittler? 
it's well, you got to see this shit. Oh, okay. It's horrible. Whenever <laughs> and, he, and, he, and he go and he goes on to tell her that he went and studied in abroad art, and this is the shit he comes up with, and he and he's showing her some of his works, and it's just terrible, you know, wood. Mm-hmm. My mom got into some woodworking for a little while when we were kids. My mom, uh, I don't know what you know. She was, I, I don't know what was going on with my mom. Nice. But she would, you know, come up with, uh, she wants some hobbies. Yeah. You know, dad was out working. Mom was watching four kids. Me and my brother were all you know, right on top of each other. We were like born within the same year. Mm-hmm. All four of us. Is that even possible? But it was pretty close. And uh, my poor mom's like 23, got four kids who are just probably losing their mind. No help. No like nannies or anything like that. And, uh. But my mom would come up here. She got a ceramics class going. We had a lot of ceramics. She would go to the ceramics class and and uh, not necessarily make the ceramics, but paint them. Ooh, like they would. It would like that thing. What's that thing called? Uh, where you go and paint ceramics? Uh, oh, a color me color mine. Me mine. Color yeah, like me a, mine. Yeah, it was like a color me mine type situation. Mm-hmm. But back in the seventies, and they didn't call it color me. And you put it in a kiln, mm-hmm. I think, and yeah. and the colors all pop. And and we have then we we put them around the house. And he decided we got a lot of them. Yeah. You know? It adorning the house looks like shit. Anyway, then my mom went into some some sort of woodworking. I'll get back to the Lifetime movie in just yeah, a sec. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. It, it just <laughs> and she take a, a board, a piece of wood. She would cut out uh, like a. She would find a, a picture in a magazine that she liked, like a boat, Ooh. like a boat on yeah. a, on the water, and she would cut out that boat from the magazine. I don't know where she came up with this idea. And then she would burn some of the edges around the magazine, like to make it look like it's an old picture. Mm-hmm. Glue that picture onto the piece of wood, and 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 hack up the piece of wood with a hammer and an axe or something, make it look like it had been a little weathered, and then shellac it all uh, shell- with some sort of shellac. Yeah, yeah. And then you hang those on in the kitchen. I have. I'll find Ooh, pictures. That I'll, sounds nice. Oh God, it was. It was. <laughs> I mean, looking. But then again, I look at anyone's pictures from the seventies yeah. and look in the background. It was just hard. Mm. What what was going on in people's homes back then? And we were no different. I'm going to show my kids videos of my comedy one day, and they're going to go, "Oh God, <laughs> oh God, yeah, oh exactly. God, yeah." So my mom would. I'm. So, what I'm trying to say is, my this guy was no better than what my mom was doing <laughs> in Ronkonkoma yeah. in 1974. Uh, same shit. But mom, this guy said, "I went to Europe and um to to do this," yeah. and she thinks he's some sort of European artist. And whatever. Then he finally, at the end, he throws out a fucking bombshell. He says, I never went to Europe. I was, I, I didn't want you to, I just went to San Francisco or something because I didn't want you to, to to stay in town for me. Mm-hmm. I wanted you to go be free to be a, a, a host of some shit show. Mm-hmm. I said, like, what? Now she's upset that they, she lied. Yeah. She run the, here comes the new, old boy. The new boyfriend comes. Mm-hmm. That's how this is a, this is a plot point they use a lot on Lifetime. Yeah. All of a sudden he'll surprise because there, there's some chemistry happening between mm-hmm. the old flame and, and the girl. And here comes the new boyfriend. He, oh, it just happened to surprise you mm. for Valentine's Day. I got your job in, on a new show. Which only makes you feel really bad for him. I, well, this guy, he's kind <laughs> in of- In real life. Yeah, you, you're not supposed to feel for this guy because he's always on his phone. He's, yeah. a, he's a mover and a shaker in Hollywood. You, mm. And he's going to he's got so this So he girl. must eat babies. You he know? got, he probably, he yeah. probably just came from a baby eating uh, mm. thing and he flew in to surprise her. She's like, what are you doing in town? He's like, I had a baby party. Yeah, you we, know? yeah we, I was with Oprah and, uh, and Tom Hanks. He eating a baby down the street. Figured I'd pop in and see what's going on here. Oh, I see you hanging out with this old boyfriend who makes a shit artwork uh, in his barn. Yeah, well, I was you know, trying to have a good time. Anyway, so uh, so 
it, he comes, he's cut, but he got our new job. He's, mm. he's obviously a Hollywood player. And he says, honey, I'm here to let you know I got you a new hosting job. You, so now she's got to leave her little small town and go back to Hollywood. She meets this producer at a, you know, at a fake producing set. I thought it was funny that uh, she was staying in her childhood room that she grew up in. In the thing, and yeah. obviously they couldn't get the rights to real bands mm-hmm. I had to hang on her walls. So they had fake bands. So they had, but but they were close enough to real bands. You're like, oh, I see what they were doing there. The tumbling rocks. You're like, what? <laughs> exactly. Jesus. That's what it was. Yeah. What, so instead, she had a poster on her wall, and instead of Def Leppard, it was it was, it was like Def Panther or oh. something. I'm like, oh, uh, we see. I see what they were trying to do there. They're like pistols oh, yeah. and tulips. Like you don't want to give us your rights to your shit, Def Leppard. Fuck you. Yeah. Now it's Def. Panther. Yeah. And they, they put, so this was, this, right. they, these were adorning her walls. And, uh, and anyway, uh, I thought that was kind of fun, but they did get the rights to a fucking Pat Benatar song, Ooh. which they, they danced to at the end. Not the big one, not the, you know, hit me with your best shot. Mm. It was, you know, one you, of the, pet. we belong to the night. We belong to oh, the fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We belong, whatever. Yeah. Some shit. Anyway, they danced to that and, it's, uh, Pat Benatar probably threw a game below. Yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'll take a couple of bucks for yeah. where you belong. Um, and they dance to that. And the boy, now she goes to meet this guy, producer, telling her the concept of the new show that she's gotten. And it's, it's, you know, a lifetime show. It's rich and you're going to be interviewing rich and famous people. And she's like, you know what? I'm out. I, I want to go back to. And sure enough, she goes back to this. Oh, it's, there's an airport scene, which I love. There's always completely an airport fake scene. airport, yeah. like a fake soundstage Security airport. Security doesn't even let people in. No, anymore. and this girl runs into the airport, and you, the the plane can't get on the plane. She's gonna go back to get this guy, mm-hmm. you, the old flame. She's going back to get him. Uh, she can't get on the plane. You know, they shut door shut. Sorry, she's explaining to the, the woman at the counter. Mm-hmm. You know, here's my issue. Now, if you've seen any like Spirit Airlines, any of these videos where they just punch in employees yeah. in the face <laughs> if they don't let them on the plane, I, not in Lifetime, not on Lifetime mm-hmm. movies. It doesn't work that way. If you if you can't get on the plane, you don't punch the Spirit Airlines person in the face, and then the Spirit Airlines person punches you in the face in somebody's video. Yeah. I would like to see that movie, but you could watch that on online. <laughs> in these ones, you, the, the woman sits and listens to this woman explain why she needs to get on this plane to go see this guy. The entire time she's doing this, Who's behind her? The boyfriend. The guy. He showed up first. She turns around. Here he is. Oh, my God. They start. They hug. And everyone in the airport starts applauding. Mm -hmm. But I'm like. They didn't even do anything. No. They were just hugging. What And what are you fucking weirdos even watching it for? They start applauding. I actually thought some of the extras were phoning it in. Yeah. I was watching in the background, <laughs> and I'm like, you got one, you got hired to be an extra who applauds when these two hook up at the end. And they were half-assing it. Yeah. One guy was applauding, but not even looking. It's like and golf I, clapping. I understand, <laughs> I understand what he, I got his idea. Like in his head, he was thinking, he was being an actor mm. and saying, hey, I wouldn't even notice this. Like I'm saying. Yeah. Right now. But and then he was going, but I'm like, you gotta play the fucking role. It's mm. a lifetime movie. Fucking look at them and start applauding with a smile on your face and yeah. make it look like we're all having a good time. Anyway, it turns out at the end, they have their own little show. So she gets to still be a celebrity because now they have their show together. They're they're working on a like one of those She's selling his art. And yeah, they're, they're doing like a thing in a you know, in a, once again a podcast in a, in a, <laughs> in a garage. A fucking podcast in a garage with a weird yeah. echo echoey sound system where he just rambles on about his mother's artwork. <laughs> 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 anyway, that's the um, so it's it was an I don't even know the name. It's called Valentine's Fun or some shit. 
But, but it got nominated or didn't get nominated? Nominated. Nominated Ooh. for worst movie of the year, yes. if they have such Boom. a thing. Uh, no, it's, you know, these, I got to tell you, you sit and watch these movies and, and I watch them as a goof. And then when they're over, I'm like, was that so bad? It wasn't mm. that bad. I got through it. I enjoyed it. It's pleasant. It's corny. You know, like uh, at the end, they, they do, they show a little bit of their show and was this girl. And then I watched this girl. And I, she's a, she's attractive. She's an, a kind of a good actress. And I'm like, I could see this. This girl could be doing other things. Mm-hmm. She could move. I could see her spinning this into uh, a better career. Yeah. You know, some some. But you never do. You never see them jump from light. Any of these actors and actresses in these Lifetime movies. The, the, I'm talking the, the Christmas ones and the and the yeah. romantic ones. You never see them jump to any other thing. I, I, at least maybe I don't. Unless I'm missing it. But I don't see them in any like sitcom or no, you know, never doing you know. any action flicks. No, no, I would like to see it. I want these people to do this girl. I thought could do could get a nomination for some of shit. Anyway, Demi Moore finally broke her silence about her. Uh, she's fifty eight. Demi Moore, fifty eight. Mm-hmm. She breaks her silence about that Fendi runway appearance. Now Demi Moore came out on a on the runway of a Fendi show. That's a high end designer. And I don't know how, this is one that I, I'm still not wrapping my head around. The entire world is closed. I can't uh, sit down at a, at a Jimmy John's. But they, Fendi can have a, a full-on yeah. fucking, you know, uh, a runway show with a Demi Moore popping, on, popping mm-hmm. in on it. Uh, and she looked like she had a, uh, a bit of a, a plastic surgery face. Yeah. Now, I'm going Heavily to, contoured. Heavily contoured. And it looks like her lips. I'm going to say this. And I know a lot. That's what they like to do, especially Fendi, these mm-hmm. high-end... Uh, Oh, haute couture shows. Mm-hmm. They like to do weird outfits, and and that, that's not what they're. They're not. This is not going to be something you're walking down the street, and this is mm-hmm. them doing their art. You know, yes. it's, it's it's for you to see their art. And I believe this was this was a makeup thing. I don't think that was her face. I think somebody did that to give to to give her that it appearance. Was, it was an it, yeah. It was an art piece, and Demi Moore was the canvas. If, mm-hmm. if, be such an idiot and say things like that. Anyway, that's what I believe. But people are saying that she was, you know, it, it's a bad. Now, I don't know how many more times we have to see somebody, you know, an aging actress or an aging anybody. That's just actress. It's everybody, mm-hmm. especially these days, more so than ever. Uh, and still be semi-shocked by it. Like, I, I know we have a lot of uh, listeners of this podcast who are juicy scoopers and are in this world where... They enjoy watching the Real Housewives, mm-hmm. or and it, they're they're completely floored every time somebody gets some sort of plastic surgery, whether it be good or bad. And I'm, I, it always amazes me. I'm like, well, you understand that this is going to continue to happen because yeah. here, there's two. Way, you guys are horrible if they just get old. Mm-hmm. You're horrible. Look at that old bitch with her saggy neck and her saggy fucking cheeks and whatever sags on people. Or if she gets fuck surgery. Look at this horrible bitch with the fucking cheeks mm. and the lips and the you know so it's a She's no not win even real. it's a no win yeah. situation yeah um you know I I haven't done anything to to myself uh um well you give yourself a haircut hair, yeah that you know that's yeah. the only thing but I've never I've never Botox or plastic surgery or anything like that once again not ruling it out but there are times when people accuse me of mm-hmm. uh you know they're like. Somebody wrote something the other day, like, you know, it was people I went to high school with yeah. on a Facebook high school chat. And somebody wrote something like, 
you know, Franjola looks good for his age. And I'm like, yeah, well, because I posted a picture that I look mm-hmm. good in. Yeah. I posted the picture. I'm not going to post a picture I look like shit in. Mm-hmm. There are times, trust me, when I look like shit. And those pictures are not on there because I'm the one who puts them on there. Yeah. Why would I put one where I look like shit? People are like, that's good. And then I, some woman who, I, she went to high school with me. Mm-hmm. And she writes, yeah, it's Botox. I'm like, fuck you, bitch. No, First it's of all, not. it's not. Second of all, it's just a well-lit picture of myself that I'm mm. not. And, and, and secondly, many of you guys that I went to high school with are, you are animals. Mm-hmm. You look like you, you, you've just let yourselves completely go. Mm-hmm. I, I can't do that because I have listeners and fans who are horrible people. Yeah. Who will, if any, if any part of my body looks the least bit off, they will be the first ones to let me know. Mm-hmm. So I have to, as I like to say, keep my shit tight yeah, or gotta- do my best to keep my shit tight. It ain't, it, sometimes it, 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 it's difficult, but I wear clothes that keep my shit tight. Does mm-hmm. that make any sense? Yeah. So Demi Moore, whether she got placed or didn't, of course she's probably done some things because she's in the public eye. She keeps her shit and tight. And she's 58. And if she just looked like a 58-year-old woman, you guys would be up in arms about that. Mm-hmm. Is she still with Ashton Kutcher? No, God, oh, that's no. that's long oh, gone. Who's Alex, she with now? Alex. Oh, I was going to say, how do you keep oh, Ashton? Wait till they, the, the emails are oh, coming. God. He's been married to Mila Kunis for 10 years, and they have children, and they have a Super Bowl commercial coming, which oh. thank you for bringing that up. Okay, it brings me yeah, to my yeah. next topic. <laughs> I, I don't like this. You a good I don't. I, I don't like this new thing with the Super Bowl commercials. Now, here's the fun thing: uh, Super Bowl's coming this Sunday. You, this will be airing on Thursday, and Super Bowl will be Sunday. I love the Super Bowl. Mm. I uh, I'm a f- sports fan. Uh, do I have any interest in either of these teams? Not necessarily the Kansas City Chiefs, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Not necessarily, but I love the fact that this Tom Brady is back in the Super Bowl. I mean, everybody gave him shit. Like, it's not you. It's Bill Belichick. It's the the fucking coaching Mm -hmm. staff of the New England Patriots. And he's like, all right, well, I'll leave the New England Patriots and take another team to the Super Bowl. Bada bam. In one year. Mm -hmm. I've been with this team for a year, and I'm back in the fucking Super Bowl. Didn't even need a rebuilding year. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, didn't even need a rebuilding. It's Tom Brady. Most teams need, like, five years to rebuild. Mm -hmm. This guy did it in the same... He's back. Anyway, it's fucking crazy. And I just love... Like, I know some people have some problems with Tom Brady, and for whatever whatever reason, I who cares? But the fact that f- throughout the course of much of my life, I've got to watch this guy just be the best mm-hmm. and at what, he, for at, at what he does. And you could take any, any occupation, mm-hmm. acting, the things that, you know, that are in the public eye that we get to see. Mm-hmm. And nobody has had this type of winning record in anything, um, yeah. you take Tom Hanks for instance. He's had some great movies, yeah, but he's also had some shit. This guy has never had any shit. He's consistently been amazing. Top. So I think just that's fun to watch. I'm like, this guy is now 43. They, they say it every five minutes. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, it's it's so funny how this is still completely like with all this this shit we talk about toxic. It's toxic. It's it's tone deaf and and what's the other one we and it's uh and it's uh, and you grooming grooming all yeah the, the one that's still out there that everybody can still talk about is is ageism yeah <laughs> like, no one cares I watched this his his uh, NFC Championship game last week against the Packers 
And they must have said he's 43 25 times. <laughs> 25 times. And I'm like, they don't say. And like if they said he's white, look at, oh, look at 25 times. Oh, people. Who cares about his yeah. skin color? He Maybe he identifies as something mm-hmm. different or he's a man. Mm-hmm. Maybe he identifies. You can't say you that. You don't know. But you could say 43 every, as a guy's an old guy. It's like, all right. Mm-hmm. He's not fucking dead. Yeah. He doesn't eat tomatoes. That's apparently, that's. That's a known thing about Tom Brady. That's one of the reasons. He eats tomatoes. He doesn't eat tomatoes. How dare you, Alex? He does not eat tomatoes. He doesn't eat any nitrates, whatever Mm. the fuck that is. He doesn't eat nitrates. Where does he get his lycopene from? (laughs) I don't know. Okay. I think he takes lycopene tablets or whatever. Maybe he doesn't even have any lycopene, and that's why he's been in 10 Super Bowls. That's why he's on top. (laughs) Getting to my point, I love the Super Bowl. It's fun to watch. It's a fun day. It's a fun, everything about it is fun to me. I like the halftime show. It's going to be the weekend this mm-hmm. year. The commercials. Ha- the, and the commercials. Yeah. That's what I'm getting to. And the commercials. Normally and you like the commercials. They're all fun. They're fun yeah. to watch. You know, some of them, everybody votes. I like that one. I like this one. I didn't like that one. I like this one. And, uh, you know, I, I, I like them. And I feel like they're going celebrity heavy this year on yeah. commercials. And, but yet... I'm watching all these extras and these shows and, and entertainment tonight, and they're showing the commercials before the Super Bowl. Like I don't want to see. No. Like, they're giving you a little, 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 yeah. uh, little clips or teasers. There's a Dolly Parton one, which I think is an interesting concept because mm-hmm. it's kind of what we do here. It's a, it, it's it's I forget what the I think it's for one of those sites you make your own website. Mm-hmm. One of those Wix deals. or Squarespace. Squarespace. Yeah. I think it's Squarespace. Yeah. I think it's a commercial Squarespace. And instead of nine to five, which is what people used to work. Yeah. You staying with me? Nine to five. Stumble out of bed and stumble to the kitchen. Pour myself a cup of ambition. Join and stretch and try to come to life. That's mm-hmm. Dolly Part nine to five. Now they're saying nobody works nine to five anymore. Everyone has a, a um, what do they call it when you have a second job? Uh, a, like a side a gig. Side gig. Side yeah. hustle. A side now, hustle. Like side a hustle. hustle. Side hustle. Now people work five to nine. Ooh. You come home, you have another side hustle. That's mm-hmm. why you need Squarespace. So she changed the words, five to nine, working five to nine. But I saw it now. Now it's the, the surprise is gone. Mm-hmm. I've seen the commercial on Entertainment Tonight or Extra. And ruined it. It's ruined it. So anyway, what brought me to this is Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis have a Super Bowl commercial. They're a couple eating Cheetos. It's a Cheetos commercial. Mm-hmm. I bet these two, looking at the both of them, and I saw Ashton Kutcher on doing one of the shows, I think it was Today Show, and he, they're having a fun interview with the two of them, and he's, you know, I don't know, this Ashton Kutcher, I, I don't know if I'm a fan, but he's he's talking about, I I just can't stop eating these Cheetos. Like, Dude, we know you got a fucking check, yeah. probably a pretty decent check from mm-hmm. Cheetos, but there's no fucking way you with your, your fingers. you with your you 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 with your rocking ripped abs and your your thin neck and your fucking cum gutters and your gorgeous ankles, you're eating fucking Cheetos. <laughs> Just no way. No. you're eating Cheetos. I see, I seen you. I've seen this guy in person. Mm-hmm. He's six foot four. He's got cum just, cutters. Yeah, he's broad. There's a Cheetos never entered this fucking guy's body. Mm-mm. But he's like, oh, my wife has to stop me f- from getting up in the middle of the night eating more Cheetos. I cut the shit, mm-hmm. the two of you. But anyway, they got a Cheetos commercial coming, and they are now. So what I'm saying to say is, Demi Moore is no longer with Ashton Kutcher. Okay, he's with Mila Kunis, and they are hot and heavy, and they, and they got a commercial coming. And a lot of, cele- there's a, there's a Matthew McConaughey one. He plays flat Matthew. 
He's a oh, f- the Dorito. I think I saw this. Yeah, yeah, and he comes, and I saw a little snippet of that. Last night, are we done? How much time? To We're about an hour. Oh, we, we, we've, I, have we done what we need to do? Yeah, here? we've done what we need to do here. Oh, I feel like th- I've had a good time in this episode. I'm a little concerned about sound. Don't be. Okay, Alex, now you you seem to be relaxing. You seem to kick back and you seem relaxed. I mean, at this point. At this point, you don't care. I think. I You're think, like, you've been rambling about your mother's artwork and making no sense <laughs> no. for 45 minutes. You think people are hearing a little echo? I'm like, hey, yeah, you may be right. So, anyway. I also, I just realized I have a, a much more fine-tuned ear than most people. That's so what I'm saying. I'm, I'm going saying this crazy, is your job, so you're, you, mm-hmm. it's, it's concerning you, you know? So, yeah. I don't think, I, I think people will be okay with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've listened to some podcasts. I did see somebody tweet the other day, which I feel like I'm, I do sometimes. Mm-hmm. I saw somebody tweet like, all you podcasters, can you clear your fucking throats before you come on air? And I'm like, yeah, I know <laughs> okay. it is. It is a little much. And it's my apologies. I'm sorry for that. That is, we do take this early in the morning. Mm-hmm. And as many of you know, as you get into, uh, you know, in, into some, some older years, I don't start talking normally till about one o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. And at that point, I don't talk to anybody anymore. The only talking I do is with you mm-hmm. from 9.30 to... <laughs> well, you goddamn... Well, you podcast. 9.30 to 11. And it's, you know, it, 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 it shit's... I don't know. I don't want to gross anybody out. But, you know, I got to get yeah. shit cranking. You put and a little cream in your coffee in the morning, you're clearing it out. I don't even do any cream in the fucking... Oh, I it's, gave it's you an out. I, I know, I appreciate out. it. But that's even <laughs> grosser. That means I got some sort of cream gurgling around in my throat. It's disgusting. <laughs> Anyway, it's a, so my apologies to all of you for that. Um, if there's any new listeners to this podcast, give us another chance. Yeah. We get better. We, these are. Listen these are, to last week's yeah, while no, you're Last at. week's okay. We've, we've, we've had a couple, our last few weeks have been a, you know, it, it's, it's been tough finding concept, finding, yeah. finding things to talk about. So that brings me to my next topic. I've been watching these entertainment shows, Extra, Entertainment Tonight. And I know that they're doing the same thing we're doing, having a difficult time coming up with. So last night, I know this has been going on for a while now, and I don't know if you guys have it as much as we have in Los Angeles, but there's another car chase last night. And we love our car chases here in Los Angeles. Uh, When a a helicopter will be flying above, the cops will all be chasing a car, the news immediately puts it on, Mm -hmm. and like our, 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 not the main networks, not your NBC, your ABC, and your CBS. They're doing real shit. But you start getting into KTL, LA5, mm-hmm. and, and some of those, you know, the 11, Channel 11, they'll put, the, they're like, fuck, we got a car chase. Mm-hmm. Get Maury Povich, fuck you. Go to the car chase. That we don't their... give a shit whose baby that is. <laughs> get, go to the car chase. So the car chase comes on. And now I'm into this car chase. It's it's a good one. This guy's flying through the streets of Inglewood in a car, and the cops. I always find I don't know why the cops don't just let these people go because they're flying through red lights. People are walking on the street. They're falling with a helicopter, or just you got the license plate. This guy's not going anywhere. Mm -mm. There'll be a thousand people who could find this guy. Just get the the people who who are on our Facebook page. Get the you want to find this guy. These people, within 15 minutes, will find out with a couple of Googles everything this guy's ever done in his life. Mm-hmm. The cops can just go, we, we got it. We know where, who he is. Yeah. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll find him. We'll get a couple of, uh, of juicy scoopers working on it, and they'll be able to get this guy. <laughs> no problem. So, But they chase him for, for, and, and like putting a lot of people in harm's way. Yeah. So, it, so I'm all excited about this car chase. I'm, I'm now a half hour into it. All of a sudden, they go, we got to go. You can go over to 
KTLA5.com to finish watching this. I'm like, what? Fuck, you think I'm going to go to KTLA? I'm going to go get my computer and fucking fire up. So we got to go to Extra with, with Billy Bush. So here comes Extra. And they're talking to Mila Kunis and, and, and about Cheetos. And I would rather watch the car wreck, honestly. But uh, so I don't know if you watch this extra now. Billy Bush is back, by the way. He's back. Mm-hmm. You know, he had to take a couple of years off because he was on a bus with Donald Trump. Uh-huh. And Donald Trump said, grab him by the pussy. And for some reason, Billy Bush took the heat for that. Yeah. He's the only one who got fired out of that whole mm-hmm. thing. He got fired for, for, for whatever. But he's back. But he does an interesting thing on this extra that he's on. He like, they have like behind the scenes footage of him like walking into people's offices and discussing the topics that are coming up. And it's so strange and bizarre because the people in the offices will be, have they're all masked up because they have to yeah. be because people complain if they're not. And Billy Bush is not masked up. And so he's got a couple of producers sitting there and he goes, I want to talk about, um, you know, uh, the, the, the Cheetos commercial with Ashton Kutcher and, and, uh, Mila Kunis, and that's all fake. Yeah, and then he goes to the desk, and they sh- shoot the piece. But I find it odd that Billy Bush feels like he has to walk around the office and make it look like he's popping into other mm-hmm. people's offices, telling them the the uh, topics that like he wants to EP. discuss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, well, I'm Billy, just relax and go behind a desk like Mary Hart used to do, and John Tesh, and read the fucking news, uh-huh. and and don't be walking around and showing people that you know we don't want to see it, and he's just. Anyway, that's the end of that. I think I think we've done more than we need to do here. I've given you extra. Golden Globe nominations. I've given you uh, my my take on the Demi Moore Fendi situation. I've given you um, everything I can give you on 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 Ashton the, the Super Bowl commercial coming up. I'm coming to Skyline Comedy Club in Appleton, Wisconsin. You guys will be listening to this on Thursday. I'm, I'm there Friday morning. I'm there. So this weekend, Friday, one show, Saturday, two shows. I'm in Appleton, Wisconsin. I know many of you have wrote me or written me and let, and let me know that there is a storm coming to Appleton, Wisconsin on Thursday. I'm not going to be there Thursday. Mm. I'm going to, I'm arriving Friday morning and maybe there'll be some, I don't know, but many, many of you have told me to cancel it because there's, there's a storm coming. Here's what I'm going, thank you all for, for your concern. But here's what I do. I go until I can't go any further. If I get to the airport and the plane says we can't land there, then I don't go. Yeah. But if I go to the airport and the pilot says we're gonna we're gonna risk we're gonna fly from Los Angeles to Chicago, then Chicago to Appleton, Wisconsin, I go for it. Yeah. I land in Appleton, Wisconsin and I walk out the door. If there's a car, there's usually a car there to meet me. If the car is there to meet me, then that car drives me to a hotel. If all of this is still happening, I go as far as if they, if all of a sudden somebody calls me and says, we're not landing the plane in Appleton, Wisconsin, too much, whatever, mm-hmm. ice. Then I stay in Chicago. It's just the way it works. We have a, and I'm in show business, Alex. Yeah. And I know you're trying to get in and you're striving to mm-hmm. try and get, but I've been in show business yeah. for many, many years. And in showbiz, we have a term. I greatly envy your career. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. We have a term in show business that uh, that I live by. And it's the show must go on. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what's happened with it because the coronavirus, it's it's actually, I think it's a Broadway, more of a theater term. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the show must go on. 
but yet Broadway's been closed down for a year and a half. So I don't know yeah. what happened. I don't well, know. Yeah, they were like, the show must go on until go. you know yeah. somebody eats a bat. Now the fucking shows are over. Shows so, are done. Yeah, shows are over. So anyway, the show, but the award show will still go on. That will go on, and so will Fendi. Uh, uh, you know, so fashion, fashion shows, shows, fashion shows. So I will go. I will be there. I know. I saw on Saturday in Appleton, Wisconsin, is going to be twenty below zero. Twenty below zero outside on Saturday night. I would imagine you guys who live in Appleton, Wisconsin, are used to this shit. Yeah, that's nothing new. I've been watching Green Bay Packer games all my whole life, and I've always there's always some, you know steam coming out of everyone's mouths, and it's thirty below zero at, at you know in, in Green Bay today. And while the fans the, are out, and the fans are out, no shirt on, mm, got shit painted on face. their chest, green face. Yeah, so you guys are used to it. So if if that's going to keep you from coming out, so be it. I will be there. The show must go until on. they tell me I can't. So Wisconsin, I'm coming. Skyline Comedy Club, Appleton, Wisconsin. Then I'm coming to Arizona, which I know we won't have any weather issues there. Glendale, Arizona, Stir Crazy Comedy Club with Alex Kahn will be with me for Ooh. that one. And now, what are the dates on that? Where that is the nineteenth and twentieth. Nineteenth and twentieth, February nineteenth and twentieth. Then I'm coming to Detroit. This one just came up. I'm very excited about. it. I've never been to this comedy club. I'm excited about it. Um, it is uh, Detroit. Is hold on, shit. Comedy Castle. Um, it's Comedy Castle in Detroit, February twenty fifth, twenty sixth, and twenty seventh. I will be there. Comedy Castle in Detroit. These are all on Frangella.com. Links to the tickets and all that. I would love to see you guys at all these. Come out. Um, you know, if we have some crowds at these shows, then I continue to go out and do live shows. Maybe it'll be in Nashville and some of the cities you guys want me to be in. But you know the routine. If you come, they book me more. If you don't come, then I'm done with it. It's, it's over. And that's just the way it works. And I know there's going to be weather issues, especially in the winter, especially in places like... Appleton, Wisconsin, there's going to be snow and ice and, 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 you know, cold weather. I don't, now you people chose to live there. Mm-hmm. That's not my fucking problem. You don't have I, to leave the house in the yeah, snow? that's your business. I, I, I'm showing up. I'll be there standing on the stage at 8 p.m. Whether you chose, choose to come, I can't concern myself with it anymore. I used to let this shit bother me. I have bigger issues now. So I'm getting on that fucking plane. Probably, I got a nice seat. I got a nice window seat. Ooh. Chose a window. I don't know why. Sometimes I choose the aisle and I, I just, I fall asleep. My head goes out in the aisle. The fucking, they hit me with the cart. I don't like it. I don't want to deal with it. Anyway, that's it. Let's finish. Let's, enough. Okay. And I've, I've talked enough. I've <clears throat> cleared my voice enough. I've gurgled shit. I've done. I'm done. Thank you all for, for listening to this podcast. We're enjoying the shit out of it. Yeah. Really are loving doing it. So, uh, you know, some days, some weeks, I, I love doing it. And some weeks I'm like, this is going to be a grind to get through this one. But some weeks it flows. I feel like this week flowed. So for that reason alone, I'm happy with it. Um, all right. What do we got? What I got a we... question for you. Are you in a Benatar mood or a Dolly Parton mood? I'm going to go Dolly Parton because we okay. started off with country. Let's end with country. All right. We started off with like Blake it. Shelton. Why don't we go... 
Why don't we go a little Dolly Parton? Get she is, she is. People are loving her. I mean, who doesn't she's love Dolly Parton? Right now. Yeah, she's she's just all. Did you over. hear she's in the news again? Did you hear what she uh, was gonna, doing with the Presidential Medal of Freedom? Did you hear about that? No. What she so doing? she had to say no to the Presidential Medal of Freedom to Donald Trump twice. Once because yeah. of COVID. Once because her husband was sick. So then Joe Biden was saying he's going to offer it to her, and she's like, "I'm not. It's gotten too politicized. I'm out. I don't oh, want it. Don't okay. give it to me till the next president. I'm oh. out." Oh, so it's pretty, pretty. You know, it's her way. Of saying I'm not uh, I don't want to be a part of your left and your right I'm just uh, I'm just Dolly and that's probably a good idea like, yeah well, honestly she doesn't need to get involved yeah. in that business yeah and you know who needs to do a medal of freedom oh <laughs> shit look 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 oh, oh my god there's a skunk, the skunk right outside our oh door. my god we've never wow. seen one of those over here no not in the daytime I see him at night skunk just rolled past in the like right past mm-hmm. us okay. all righty well that was that was crazy And this is well, Jane Fonda. Yeah. Back to Jane Fonda. Back to Jane Fonda. Oh, I looked up her husband. You know who he is? Yeah, he's big, he's kind of a big record producer. Record producer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She was married to Ted Turner for many years, and and a, and a, a, a politician, Tom Hayden, I think, before that. He's always had some pretty high-profile husbands, boyfriends. With him. Great movie, Lily Tomlin. Three, three. I mean, just uh, Lily Tomlin, Jane Fonda, and Dolly Parton. Three legends, still going. All three of them. All three, which is great. And what a lot of people don't realize is who's really great in this movie. Who honestly is great in every movie. I think he's since passed. Uh, I used to, when I was a bartender, he used to come in and he was a big time drinker. Like a big time drinker, but Dabney Coleman. Dabney Coleman is so great in this movie, and in great in every movie. Tootsie, on Golden Pond, he plays Jane Fonda's husband. Uh, he is. Oh my God, Dabney Coleman is just. He's still alive. Is he still alive? Eighty nine. Wow. He's. His liver has to be the size of uh, that skunk. Just <laughs> uh, wow. Good for him. Good for Dabney still being alive. I didn't realize he was still alive. That's exciting. Uh, all right. Well, that's it, everybody. We we had a good time here. Thank you, Dolly Parton. Congratulations to all the Golden Globe nominees. Uh, go out and watch some of those movies or watch the Valentine's Lifetime movie that I watched. Shit is good. Thanks for listening. We're coming back next week. We have Patreon. If you guys want to get more of this podcast, we have a Patreon. Go on Patreon. It's five bucks. We're, gonna, we're working on some other stuff right now. We're going to have some other stuff coming. Fun stuff over on Patreon. It's an easy way to get some more fun if you like what we're doing over here. Love you. Bye-bye. truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. 
Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.